When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Wow. Hello, everybody. <laughs> just, we have an intro now. Just wow. We have music now. It sounds professional. It's amazing. Yeah, we sound like a real podcast now. Yeah, we do. Uh, thank you to Griff. You're a great guest. You're a great man. Thank you, Griffin, for the theme. And you're song. a great audio man. You've done something that you don't even understand. It's amazing. We love it. It was a lot of rhyming. I like it. Yeah, Dr. Seuss. Anyways, let's get into something not as kind as Griff. <laughs> Murder. No, no, this is definitely not as kind as Griffin. Today, we are going to take you guys on a journey back to, uh, it's going to be a couple day thing here we're going to be doing. It's uh, It starts on uh, August 21st, 1992, back in the old heyday, if you will, you know? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't born then. It's yeah. you know okay. So you weren't is, born then either. No. no, this is the thing. You know, it's summer, so we wanted to take you guys to a nice little quaint cabin in the woods, and uh, it's it's not as nice as you'd like it to be. No, it's uh, yeah. But yeah. we're taking you there, so we're gonna go back to this cabin, and uh, this is a little something known as a Ruby Ridge. It's not Jack Ruby. It's Ruby Ridge. Two different not things. Not to be confused with Ruby Falls. I made that mistake. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, it's that's uh, Grant Bradke over there. I'm Jake it's Wallen. True. It's we us. We got Georgie again yeah, here. Back again. It's him. Uh, it's me. It's you. It's us. It's everyone. Us. We're all here. We are starting, starting a, a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> so get with it. Get with it. You don't get to do that here, pal. I'm sorry. You don't get to do that. It's just not okay. Anyways, anyways, let's talk about Ruby Ridge. Yeah, talk about some crazy shit. It was like it was an eleven-day siege in uh, Idaho. Do you guys guys have the definition of a siege? I do right here. A siege is a military blockade of a city or fortress with the intent of conquering by attrition or a well-prepared assault. So essentially, it's like blocking something off. In hopes of either destroying it or taking it over for yourself. There you go. And uh, it happened to be a man's uh, cabin that he shared with his family in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, you know, just and, a nice uh, little yeah. place. Yeah. Until one day. Until one day. Actually, until 11 days. Yeah. 
But you want to do a little background on it leading up to it? Uh, yeah, why don't we there? get a little uh, taste of the pie before we cut it, little, shall yeah, we? Yeah, there you go. All right, so it started with a man named Randy Weaver. He was born name. in... Yeah, strong name. It is kind American of strong name. American name. Right? Yeah, it was from Iowa. Uh, he met his wife, uh, Vicki Jordison. Jordison? Yeah, in Iowa. And they, like, uh, they got married in uh, 1980. And uh, they... Had some kids, right? I they had they had some do. rugrats. They had three kids at the time, and uh, apparently in Iowa, in the state of Iowa, in 1980, parents were barred from uh, doing uh, homeschooling. Well, the, and they okay, were not happy know what? about that. I'll tell you what; it it might not be a bad move. It, not even geographically, it might not be a bad move. In the 80s, everything was crazy. You had a flock of seagulls. You didn't want people staying home. You needed yeah. people getting. Was out. that an Austin Powers quote? Yeah, it was. You had a flock of seagulls. Uh... That's about it. <laughs> but no, so parents were barred from uh, homeschooling in Iowa in 1980, and uh, Randy Weaver and his wife Vicky were not uh, pleased about this. So uh, they wanted to like go live in the mountains. So they decided to do that. They uh they they kind of drove out to Idaho after a year of like paying off all their bills and everything and like so they headed out uh, out west to Idaho. They wanted to live in the mountains. They ended up in the Rocky Mountains. They went so far west. They did. They went to Naples, Idaho, and uh, they bought a little plot of land in the Rocky Mountains for five thousand dollars. Damn. That's like nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So yeah, they built a cabin. On this plot of land that they built from primarily like scrap, from like nearby scrapyards, like plywood and metal, and that kind of thing. Makes sense conserving. Yeah, I mean you build it out of shit you can find, dude. That you can't do that anymore. That's like practically illegal. Yeah, it's I think five grand for a plot of land and a home in the mountains. Are you joking? That's unheard of nowadays. That is very strange. So, but yeah, like uh, on this plot of land, they uh, they started like. Um, uh, growing their own food, raising their own, like, you know, aminals, like that kind of thing. Yeah, aminals. Aminals. Aminals, yes. It's aminals. like animals, but they're just a lot stupider. Yeah, yeah exactly. More ams than nulls. <laughs> that, what the hell? I am exhausted. What is, it is considerably later than it usually is. It's funny because in this. the last episode, we were like, oh, it's uh, late. It's so late. It's it was later like, this yeah, time. It was like 10.30 last time. It's like fucking midnight. It is. But, uh... All right, so uh, they they had three kids at the time. It was Sarah, Sam, and Rachel. Uh, Rachel, I believe, was the youngest. Rachel. So they move out there. Everything's great. They're, like, self-sustaining, and uh, there's no barring of uh, homeschooling in Idaho, so I guess they were able to do that. And, uh, yeah, so one thing about Randy Weaver, he had some very polarizing viewpoints about race. Oh, oh you don't one, say could say what exactly that he, uh, what's a polarizing uh, view about race well here's a quote from him uh he said um all right quote racism is actually a good thing it means you're proud of your race well uh, <laughs> so uh, you know what Maybe. so this a bit guy. polarizing wouldn't you say uh, a lot uh, of people consider least. him a white supremacist. He considers himself a white uh, separatist. He considers himself you know, old-fashioned as opposed to an asshole. Yeah, I think it's kind of uh, safe to say you can lump the um, separatists and uh, supremacists yeah. together there. This is there. off topic, but let's just, I'm just going to, this is from me directly to the audience. 
if you if okay if you're gonna ever make the same claims as this guy, I'm not racist. I just think all races should be separated. That is racist. That I mean, it just is. It is very racist. Also, don't isolate anything we say here, please, because it could end up being bad. Uh, <laughs> or funny. we're not racist. It could be funny. It'd be funny. But uh, yeah, these are things that uh, Randy Weaver believes, not us. But um, so yeah, he uh, he actually he was so polarizing that even some of his neighbors, who also had some of these kinds of views, they were just like, Jesus Christ, this guy <laughs> they is were, going <laughs> off the chain with this wizard. <laughs> they were racist too, but they were just like, that's a little too. They're just racist. like, hey, you're being a little too racist. I don't mind it. I just yeah. I would prefer if it wasn't here. And he's like, <laughs> no, 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 it's gone. And they're like, ooh, no, yeah, Randy, ooh, yeah. And around this time, like, he wasn't alone in his, like, crazy views, like, necessarily around, like, towards the West. I mean, he's in fucking Idaho, of course. Well, yeah, but even, like, in that part of the country, I burped, uh, there was, like, a right-wing, like, militant group called The Order, and uh, they were present at the time. They were, like, doing, like, actual crimes. Like, they were, they, I think they bombed banks, and they were, like, stealing armored cars, yeah, and they apparently... Yeah, <laughs> good for them. They're living the life, dude. They're living the living life. Living like Larry. But, uh, yeah, and they uh, apparently also murdered a uh, a famous Jewish talk host, talk show host. So that is racist. So, like, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, there's like a, there's a whole group of these these motherfuckers around there, and so that, that kind of fueled his fire. I don't um, know. Get your shit together. Yeah. Oh, that's not even it. Just wait. There's More comes yeah, in. It's there, funny. There's so much more. But uh, So they get brought down. The, the order gets brought down eventually. But with that, the government turned their uh, attention to the Aryan nations, and uh, that's because that's where the order began. And so... Uh, the FBI actually put informants into the Aryan nations, like the headquarters, which was about 70 miles, give or take, from um, the Weaver's property. And so, funny thing about this headquarters, they would have a uh, an annual summer weekend retreat. That sounds nice. It What'd sounds they do? nice, doesn't it? What'd no, they do. They, they uh, had a, a bunch of uh, Nazi rallies and uh, a lot of speakers oh. on... Uh, that kind of thing. Really? You, know? you yeah. don't say. So you mean to tell me the Aryan Brotherhood didn't have picnics? I'm sure there was picnic sure food probably yeah. around, but they were just being racist at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know? Yeah, okay. So anyway. Fair enough. So they had these, like, <laughs> they called it the World Congress. It was their annual summer weekend retreat. The and World Re- Congress, but only white people. That yeah, only Jewish white people. Only involved. white people allowed there. But, uh, yeah, so he would go every summer. Because you you, you know it's he like could camp. he could yeah it's like camp He's for racists he could just relate to these people so he was like I'll go you guys have all gone to summer camp this is summer camp for Aries yes he doesn't make any money or anything but he can drive seventy miles to go yeah. do this um, so yeah uh, so in nineteen eighty six. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I do want to just throw in one fun little tidbit. Yeah, go ahead. We're gonna break away from the racism here for one quick second. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> in 1984, uh, Randy Weaver and his neighbor had a huge fight over, uh, like, a land oh, deal. S- I thought you were going to say a fair. I was like, no. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like that, what was that documentary we watched? Yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> no, the, I can't even talk. Talking about Zombieland, the movie? What are you? Yeah, what are you titled? The a little fair? girl gets kidnapped. 
Oh, uh, uh, abducted in plain sight. Oh my with God. Mr. B. <laughs> it's just kid shit. Yeah, it's just, it's kid, just, shit. just kid shit. Just no, anyway, this, this is hilarious to me. So they have this huge fight over like a three grand land deal, and uh, his neighbor Terry Kinnison, uh, he lost the lawsuit and was ordered to pay Randy Weaver uh, twenty one hundred dollars in court costs and damages. Yeah. And then this Kinnison guy was so upset that he wrote letters to the FBI, the Secret Service, and the sheriff of the county saying that Randy Weaver had threatened to kill not only the Pope, not only the president, but also the governor of Idaho, John Evans. Really? (laughs) And this is is because of, like... What, what did you say, like 1200 bucks or like... No, this guy was so pissed. Yeah, it, yeah Matt, you said who was the president. Yeah. It was Ronald Reagan. And uh, so pretty much, the, since he wrote to the Secret Service, they had to like look into this if someone was making a threat against the president. And uh, pretty much what happened was that they started looking into Randy Weaver and they didn't find any evidence of a, like, a letter or a threat or anything. But this is actually where the government found that uh, Randy Weaver was connected to the Aryan Nation. Yeah. Because they started looking into him, and they saw that he had ties to, like, the Brotherhood. And then that was like, oh, shit, we got to do something about this. Yeah. So, So like... that kind of jump-started some of this stuff. Yeah. That that was... uh, That actually leads into the... uh, In 1986, an FBI agent posing as a biker slash, like, gun runner uh, in the Aryan... uh, uh, His... his, uh, his code name was Gus Mag- Magasano. Mag- ah, Magasano. Yeah, Magis- Majesty. Yeah, so he he started getting close to uh, Weaver, and uh, he he like did this for four years. He had a relationship with him, and so eventually this guy, this guy, comes up to Weaver one day. He's like, "Hey, uh, could you get me two sawed-off shotguns? I'll give you seven hundred dollars." He's like, "Goddamn right, buddy." Yeah, he's pretty much. Man, he, he has no way of making guns. money. He's just like, I have some shotguns. I don't have money. This is a perfect solution to my my problem. I could pay for gas to come here every summer. Isn't that, All that just stuff. insane? That the solution to your problems is just selling guns. I believe at this time, weren't sh- uh, sawed-off shotguns illegal at this point? They're extremely illegal. But uh, the whole thing about it is, like, he asked him to, like, specifically sell him sawed-off shotguns, and he gave him the exact length that he wanted them, which was just under the legal limit. Nice. Apparently, like, the actual cut was made, like, just, like, I think it was the width of a saw blade too short. So nice. he, instead of going to, like, the side of the line he drew, he, like, did it right on or something. But, like, it was just, like, it was so close to the law. <laughs> Interesting. But it was just under. So if it's out in the summer, you know, out in that moist weather, it might just be legal. Might just be. You never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> don't use it in December. <laughs> yeah, That'll be a problem. Don't do that. But, um... So, yeah, he does this. He's like, Weaver's like, hell yeah, I'll do that. He uh, he saws off the shotguns himself. He gives them to him, this FBI agent, mind you. And then uh, he gets his money. And then shortly after that, he finds out that Gus Magasano, or Magasano, or whatever it is, he is a snitch. So he quickly just cuts off that relationship. Uh, oh, you have yeah, to, you yeah. know, cuts it right at the roots. And then... Um, so yeah, he ended the relationship, and then the FBI apparently attempted to get Weaver to be the snitch because he was um, because Gus was found out 
So they uh, they came up to Weaver. They're like, hey, be our new guy on the inside. Uh, Weaver said no. He was like, no, no, refuse. I refuse to do that. And then he just went Strong on his merry way. You know, yeah, you, right? You don't convert. Let's just say, if you're a snitch, you're born a snitch. And if you're not, you don't convert. That's yeah. how it works. They get stitches. I'm not going to defend Randy Weaver, but that was a power move on his part. I'm just yeah. like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Government. Bad guy still. Obviously. He's still a bad guy. There's no good people in this story. We'll just, no. we'll just put no. that right yeah. on the top. Even Every, the you're not supposed you want, to root for anyone. If you want someone to be good in this story, buckle in. Because they're all bad. Everybody's they're all bad. terrible people. It's funny. But uh, so yeah, uh, so he refused, and then he just goes back home. So um, a few days later, uh, Randy and his wife are on a snowmobile, and they're like heading to the road. I guess they're like going to get like supplies or something. But um, they end up seeing the Chevy pickup that looks like it's like having trouble, and like uh, looks like tourists had like broken down, like their engine overheated or something like that. Uh-huh. So they go over to help, and it's the FBI posing as tourists. Was this in '91? I believe so. Those, uh, yeah, no, the broken down motors. Those were ATF agents. Oh, ATF. We're bringing in another branch of right. the federal government's defense system here. Jesus Christ! They're not the only one to be added. Don't worry. Yeah. There's a fuck. So, so the ATF agents arrest him. They just arrest him, and they, uh, uh, so he's arrested. And he, <laughs> so he signs over his property as bond, right? And so he is told by the authorities, incorrectly, mind you, like this is not true, but this is what he was told, that he was told that his land would be taken away if he was found guilty. That's not how that works. That isn't how that works. <laughs> but like, you can imagine well, how that would, that would feed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You put this I, up. Bringing the Native wrong? Americans in here. Am I wrong? You put this up as bail, and uh, if you're if you're wrong, it's ours now. So what about my wife and kids? No, no, no. no. Fuck them. They'll be, They're they'll wrong. Be, uh, they'll be invested into the system. They're ours now too. But, <laughs> but all right. So so yeah, he was told that his land would be taken away um, if found guilty, which was not the case. But you can see how that would fuel his kind of defiance. Which yep. uh, which uh, leads me into this. He uh, just went back home and he stayed there. He just didn't show up to his court date, and uh, that's he was, a bold move. Yeah, and he was declared like a, a fugitive. Yeah, you know that people do that regularly. I oh, for fun, I always like to go on our county's website to see all the arrests, and people are just like failure to present themselves in court. People just like, no, nah, nah, I'm not going. No, nah. how fucking stupid can I'm you not be? Going. Like okay, if, yeah, how could you just Man, not? I don't want to show up to court high. It's like, hey, you got to come to this court day, and they're just like, mm, "Yeah, I'll be there." No, I'll be there, and then they just don't go, and then like cops come in and kick in. The you know, door. it's funny. That's why people are in prison because it's probably half the shit is like you got caught with like pot, and it's like you're facing a month in jail, and they're like, "No, nah, fuck that, I ain't going." And then it turns into like six years because you just didn't go to court. Yeah. Like, the cycle keeps going, just worse and worse you're criminals. You're stupid. It, the advice to anyone listening, if you have a court date, please show up. Yeah. I promise you it will, it will be more beneficial for you to show up to that court date than to just ignore it. Yeah, it's very true. They'll it find you. It's not like you're hard to find. Yeah, they're going to find you. They found this guy, and he was just in a plot of land in the Rocky Mountains. They're go- like, Yeah, if they want to find you, they're going to find you. So that's just how that works. It's true. Go to your fucking court dates, please. Yeah. 
So by this time, he was he gained kind of like a a group of small supporters, like a, not small supporters, a small group of regular sized supporters. And uh, wait, a small oh okay, never mind. I got so you get what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. No, I understand. I get where you're coming from. They might have been little people. He I don't know. had a rally of little people outside of his house. There must have been five hundred. I swear to God, you could have put all of them inside of a treehouse, but they were all there. That would have been amazing. Anyways, they're normal sized people. They're yeah. just a small group. So we get you get a small group of uh, normal sized supporters, and um, they they believe that he was a that him and his family were victims of like religious and political views, which uh, who okay. knows? I mean, yeah, I guess. But also a lot of his own actions. But, uh, yeah, so Vicky, the wife, started doing, like, a letter-writing campaign, getting out, like, their side of the story, like, what actually happened, supposedly. That's the equivalent you know? to old people on Facebook, just, like, sending out these things that they want to go viral. That was what she was doing, but post, or pre-internet days. So yeah. it, was just, it was just chain mail. That's yeah, all it was. Basically. So they're kind of just, like, hanging out there. They're not arrested yet. 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 But, uh, so, yeah, he skipped his court date, all that stuff. Vicky wrote some letters. And on October of 91, Vicky gives birth to their fourth child, Elishaba. 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 What kind of name is that? It sounds biblical, but also incorrect. It's like Elishaba. Elishaba. Did you guys look up the pronunciation of that name? Elishaba. No, it's like Elizabeth, but there's an S-H. Elishaba. Alishaba. <laughs> Alishaba. What a god awful name. Alishaba. Alishaba. We shall name her. He's probably wasted. Alishaba. No, I'm pretty sure he probably was because she was born in the shed. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's where our babies are born, right? Yeah, she was born in the shed. Just, just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus born in a shed in Idaho. <laughs> That's how that story goes, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Elishaba's here. Great news from the shed. Thanks uh, like so... <laughs> daily paper. Great news from the shed. Elishaba's here. Elishaba. But, uh, so, on March 8th of 92, one full year since, um, since the whole thing began, since he missed his court date and all that, the paper, like, it had kind of already died down and all that stuff. So uh, by uh, March 8th of 92, uh, papers started to print stories about Weaver saying like, oh, he's, he kind of became like this folk hero. Like he defied the government and he's still up there and he's fighting the fucking man or whatever. So uh, three weeks after that, the FBI <laughs> launches uh, Operation Northern Exposure. Over five months, I've and they start. I've seen that movie. It's a bunch of Alaskan <laughs> women that just get naked. Really? No. Really? Oh, but I'm going to make it. I wonder what would rich, come up. I tell you, I'll be yeah. rich. Northern exposure. Just depends what what first. site you I put like that in the search bar. Right I guess. There, that your mouse is on. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll get to that no, in a minute. No, right there. What is Booby. this? Booby. Booby. <laughs> nice. Nice. Northern exposure. Booby. So. <laughs> It's the name of the episode. <laughs> Northern Exposure Booby. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, um, Operation Northern Exposure, it was over five months, and they got uh, 100 hours of surveillance footage from um, solar cameras that they strategically placed around the uh, Weaver 
property. You know they didn't strategically place anything. They went in there and they're like, "All right, slap one here, slap one there." Yeah, this trail. He's gonna be just using make sure that. there's sun. Just, just sun. We they're need like, sun. Uh, where's the shed? There's babies being born. There's slap one there. We'll watch the shed too. Elishaba <laughs> was there. She was always there. But in our hearts, uh, in our hearts Elishaba from the shed. But uh, so from this footage, the hundred hours of footage. They uh, gathered that the weavers were always armed. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that, you live on a, a remote cabin even if in they Idaho hadn't, with a child named El Shiva. Yeah, you got guns. You all don't the have time. money. You're just supporting yourself with what you grow in the fucking yard. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're, you're gonna have some guns in case a goose like runs through your property Wait. or something. Did you just say fucking goosts? Goose? No, I said goose. <laughs> goose. Okay. You said go like ghost or go- a goose. <laughs> I swear to God, you said ghosts like they're ghosts, but they're goo. <laughs> no, you turn them into ghosts with with the guns. Okay, Georgie. It's late. <laughs> it is late. It's so late. All right. Um. <laughs> but all right. So from this footage, they also found out that um, they also observed that a man named Kevin Harris who was 23 years old. He had been living with the family for the past, like, since he was a teenager, I think. And um, he lived with them and saw Randy as a father figure. Okay. Whoa. Okay. All right, that so... Was wild, <laughs> that was that wild. That was wild. Like all right, that. so uh, he... Um, so apparently, like, all this footage and stuff and, like, the, the story was, like, appearing in the news a lot. And, uh, yeah, like I said, Randy had become kind of this, like, folk hero around his parts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So people did like this guy. He wasn't like, well. He had like a following. He had a similar... following, but it wasn't like a following of good people. It was like it was just like other racists. It was other racists, and uh... think of like the guy. Okay, think of it like this. <laughs> doing a lot of today. If there was a guy that was the exact opposite of Martin Luther King Jr., he'd have followers too. But just because he's got followers doesn't mean he's a, a got good points. Well, I didn't. You know? I didn't say that. I just that people people liked him. Yeah, people yeah liked but him. you got to look at where he was. He was making guns for people, essentially. Yeah, well, you got to have someone making your illegal guns. You know, I mean, how, is, true. how do you think all this crimes committed with legal guns? Don't they just insane. get caught? They'd get caught. <laughs> File off the serial numbers. File it off. Don't, don't. file it off Felony. if you have a gun. Jail time. No, don't file that off. All right, but um, so here's file what... off your fingerprints instead. File off yeah. your fingerprints. Yeah, it's dude, not a dip felony. them in acid. It's not a felony. But uh, all right, it? so here I think it might be. Well, that's how uh, John Dillinger got caught, wasn't it? Or one of those big gangster guys. He like he like seared off his his fingerprints, didn't he? I have no idea. So how did he get caught? Because he seared off his fingerprints. He didn't have any fingerprints. They were like, it's this guy. I guarantee because he doesn't want us to know what his fingerprints are. Anyway, so this is where the story kind of starts getting crazy. On August 21st of 1992, early in the morning, a team of six marshals hike up uh, Weaver's Hill, fully armed. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm jumping, am I? There's actually two things. So, uh, previous to this, uh, starting in April of 1992, there were actually uh, memos circula- circulating around uh, the Department of Justice mm. because the case was still open. They were still looking into it. And uh, what the memo said was that, uh, quote, 
the assumptions of federal and some state and local law enforcement personnel about Randy Weaver. He was a Green Beret and that he would shoot anyone on sight who attempted to arrest him. He had also collected certain types of arms and that he had booby-trapped and tunneled his property. That was what was being circulated around. Then, I think only half of that's true. Then, on April 18th of 92, uh, believe it or not, uh, Geraldo Rivera, the you know the news guy, uh, uh, what do you call it? It was for his show, Now It Can Be Told, on the television. That was his show. They flew a helicopter over the property to like do it. Yeah. And uh, there were reports that Randy Weaver had shot at the helicopter. And uh, they were looking around. Uh, they were still doing planting uh, cameras and shit, like, on his property. And uh, they said that they, the marshals didn't hear any shots were fired. And uh, when he was interviewed by local newspapers, he denied doing that. Uh, apparently, the pilot of that helicopter, Richard Weiss... He gave evidence in an FBI interview and said that they made that up like for the show. But it yeah, it sounds happen. pretty sensational. So they did that, and then I mean that's that's and two. Then or th- he shot it. And then he shot that's it. That's a couple months before we're like we're about to get in, but that kind of just escalated the situation where like half of the news was like he's shooting at people flying over his property, and the real story was that like he didn't. And then we go into what you were just about to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So that that probably added to the whole like folk yeah. hero thing. It probably lit the fire under people's asses, whether they're for or against him. Exactly. Like just sensational news that like just that. Divided everybody again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Further polarizing with his views. But uh, yeah, so that so leading up to August twenty uh, first of ninety two. Yes. And this is where the this story is where begins. this is where it actually begins. The 11-day siege. So, uh, on August 21st of 1992, early in the morning, a team of six marshals hike up the Weaver's Hill. They're fully armed, and they have night vision goggles. I thought that was cool. So, uh... It was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So, they, uh... That was like... They they went up there to gather their... What they claimed was their final info for Operation Northern Exposure. And they did eight hours of surveillance. And you had, like, an extra part about this that I hadn't read. Apparently they were throwing rocks at the house toward the end to see what would happen? Yeah, so pretty much what happened was that um, some of the people that were, like, on the recon team, uh, Art Roderick, actually, uh, he threw two rocks at the Weaver cabin to see, like, if the dogs would have a reaction to that, like, noise, I'm assuming. And then, yeah, apparently... Uh, what do you know they did? Yeah, it worked. <laughs> uh, Kevin Harris and the Weaver's uh, daughter... Uh, not daughter, I'm sorry, their son, Samuel, or Sammy. Uh, they came out and uh, they followed the dog named... Uh, the dog's name was Stryker. Oh, yeah. And, and they went to investigate. And it was a much, yellow lab for, the, for a visual. Pretty much what Kevin Harris and Sammy thought was that uh, the dog had noticed like uh, some game out there. And uh, they were out of meat in the cabin, so they, you know, they went out with it, and they were just like, "Oh shit, okay." And then uh, when this happened, uh, the recon team of marshals, uh, Art Roderick, Larry Cooper, and Bill Degan, they actually like retreated into the woods, and they contacted the team, and they were like, "You know, what do we do?" And then that's when they started taking like defense positions. Yeah, 
So uh, they started taking defense positions. Weaver went off, like, kind of trying to chase the dog a little bit, but um, he, he kind of went off, like, uh, separate from Sam and, uh, and Kevin. And yeah, Sam and Kevin. Junction. Yeah. And, Se- and uh, Sam and Kevin were both armed because, you know, they thought there was game, there's meat to be had. Um, so they went off, like, chasing the dog, and um, they come upon, like, the, uh, the dog kind of comes upon the marshals, and uh, they shoot it. They yeah, shoot the dog. Like, oh, it was after they after they hear like these gunshots that uh, Weaver actually encounters another marshal. He says, "Get down, Weaver!" And he's like, "Fuck you!" And then he just runs away. So uh, and he's running away. He's saying, "Get back to the house, boys!" And uh, yeah, so so they shot the dog. And in in retaliation of them shooting the dog, Sam and uh, Kevin, who were right there, they were armed, so they shot back. You know, I mean. They shot the goddamn dog. Yeah, so pretty much uh, what happened, there's, at least in this one specifically, there were 19 rounds that were fired. Uh, Art Roderick uh, fired one shot from an M16. Bill Dagan fired seven rounds from an M16. Uh, Larry Cooper fired six rounds from a 9mm machine gun, or submachine gun. Yeah. And then Sammy Weaver fired three rounds from a 20... A twenty-two or two twenty-three Ruger Mini fourteen. Cool. And Kevin Harris fired two rounds from an Enfield rifle. Yeah, and what's actually uh, here's our first uh, human casualty. The uh, well, I just want to say this. Oh, yeah, it, go it, ahead. It, just going back to the dog, uh, a shot or multiple shots. They didn't know at the time, but uh, Art Roderick was actually the one that killed the dog. Oh, all right. And that's and then that's why Sammy Weaver returned fire at Roderick. Okay. Because he shot the dog. Yeah. So uh Sammy Weaver returned uh fire and he actually got caught in you know, the crossfire and uh he Sam Sam Weaver, fourteen years old, he was fatally shot. Yeah, shot in the back while running away. Yeah. And and, then, uh, and one of the marshals was also killed. What was his name again? Yeah, uh, Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. He went, no, no, he went back and oh. he shot uh, uh, Bill Degan and killed him. Bill Degan, okay. Degan. Degan. Bill Degan. Who shot him? Uh, Kevin Harris, the guy that was with Sammy in the house. Yeah. He shot Bill Degan, a U.S. marshal, after Art Roderick. Uh, which killed Sammy Weaver. So from the Weaver family, only a combined five shots were fired? Yeah. yeah. And one of those went into a federal marshal. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, after the shooting goes down, apparently two of the marshals that were not in the firefight, uh, they, like, ran for, like, about a mile. And like yeah, uh, I probably would too. Yeah, really? They, <laughs> yeah. I can't run a mile, and I probably would run. I'd more probably than do that. it. I'd, I'd leave. Probably I'd do resign. It. I'd be like, these fucking guys killed us. <laughs> Literally, they shot. We shot a fourteen-year-old and a dog, and one of we our gotta men get out are of here. dead. It's like we, this doesn't look good for anybody. We're fucked. <laughs> so all right, so the, the, these two marshals they run for like a mile. They they come across a neighbor's house because that's how far away the fucking neighbors are. And uh, they use they like uh, use their phone to call in and say that they were like pinned down, like the the remaining marshals are pinned down, like under fire, and like from where they were. And uh, this causes a lot of hullabaloo, right? So uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so they go back. Like, uh, all right, all right. Here's I just how want it to goes. correct one here's thing. Here's how it goes. Going back, well, you, you, you go ahead, this. man. I. Uh, I said Art Roderick killed Sammy Weaver. That was incorrect. They believed it was him, but it was uh, ballistics later revealed that the bullet came from Cooper, who what was it? Marshall Larry Cooper was the one that killed Sammy Weaver. Interesting. I just wanted to correct that now. So All right. No, yeah. For sure. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go back. Is this nighttime? Yeah, it was it was after Evening. eight. It was after like eight hours of surveillance. I mean, they got there early morning. Is it, so it's still dark so outside. It's, well, it's probably like dusk. It's probably like about dusk. All right. So you think he saw this guy knew he shot this kid in the back? He wasn't. No, just, he knew. He, he definitely knew. Yeah. Well, I, they don't specifically say, but Kevin Harris fired back because Sammy got shot. Like I don't think Kevin Harris was just shooting to shoot. I think it was like after the dog, they were like, "This is fucked." They're like, and then "People Sammy are shooting got at shot, us," and it was like, "I'm fucking taking the shot, and I'm gonna kill someone." Yeah. So that's like what happened. So they, they, someone saw it, you know. Yeah. So Sam, he's dead, right? Yeah. So uh, Kevin goes back and he meets back up with uh, Randy Weaver, and he he kind of walks up. He's and uh, Randy's like, "All right, where's where's Sam?" And Kevin just says, uh, "Sam's dead." Yeah, that's what. So yeah, so that's uh, that was pretty. Cr- so he was like, he was kind of yelling and cussing and like crying and all that, and nothing was happening. So he kind of figured that they had like just uh, you know fallen back. They like they fell back. They weren't there anymore. Basically, they didn't think there was uh, much of a threat, at least at that particular moment. So they went back and got Sam's body, and they placed his body in the very spot that Elisheba was born in the shed. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just want to throw this one out here. Uh, they made a, by the next day, by August 22nd, they had made a uh, special rules of engagement for their snipers and their deployed teams. Yeah, basically giving them more freedom to shoot at will. Like uh, I, I have it here, so yeah, I'll read you what they have here. Uh, one, if any adult in the area around the cabin is observed with a weapon... After the surrender announcement had been made, deadly force could and should be used to neutralize the individual. Two, if any adult male is observed with a weapon prior to the announcement, deadly force can and should be employed if the shot could be taken without endangering any children. Three, they added this one simply because of the day before. If compromised by any dog, the dog can be taken out. Then four. Any subjects other than Randy Weaver, Vicky Weaver, and Kevin Harris presenting threat of death or grievous bodily harm, FBI rules of deadly force apply. Deadly force can be utilized to prevent the death or grievous bodily injury to oneself or that of another. That's from the FBI statement. And then they added a footnote just to like clarify, and it was modified from adult to adult male to exclude Vicky Weaver around 2 or 3 p.m. that day after they consulted with uh, Glenn, who was the leader, or, like, the guy who made these. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't know that Vicky was present at the time of, like, the, the the shootout. So after they noticed her presence, they added adult male and essentially eliminated her from being able to be shot. All right. So is it Randy, the uh, only adult male? Randy and Kevin. Randy and Kevin, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, that's who they were. Lo- that's who they were gunning for, 
and that's who all the rules applied to. Yeah. So um, I think it was either that same day or the next day that the uh, FBI like dispatched their snipers and they started to approach and surround the house. Yeah, it was. It was it right was after this was announced that between two thirty and three thirty of the next on day 20, on August twenty second. Okay, so yeah, the um, the two remaining dogs that the Weavers had they started going crazy because you know the snipers were approaching and dogs are awesome and can uh, sense that kind of stuff. Yep. So if your dog's going crazy, there's probably someone uh, with a red dot on your. Uh, and on your forehead, about to take you out. Yeah, but uh, it's just some, just something to think about. But um, so yeah, so uh, Weaver goes out. He's like, "All right, the dogs are going crazy. I'm gonna go out. Someone's probably trying to talk to us, and nobody answered." So he was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go to the shed and uh, look at like go visit my son because he's dead and I'm grieving and I'm a father and that sucks." Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to get nuts. Yeah. So uh, there's like a latch on the top of the door of the shed that he has to undo. Apparently, as he's undoing that, he like hears a shot and it goes through his shoulder and it goes it goes into his back and through his armpit, I believe. Yeah, out his right armpit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So him and... Well, lucky just for him, the sniper that shot him... He said that he had the crosshairs directly on Weaver's spine, and right when he was pulling the trigger, Weaver jerked to the left, and Damn. he and it caused him to like mess up his shot. So he pulled right, trying to match like where he was going to move, and when he clipped him, it just went right out of his like right out of his side. Essentially, Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. But so, all right. At this point, like he he was outside. He said nobody's there. So I believe um, his daughter Sarah and his wife Vicky who was holding um, Elisheba in her hand. Yeah, and, and Kevin Harris was and there Kevin was all, all, yeah. yeah. So they were outside, and um, and Randy Weaver went back to the shed. He got a uh, hole punched through him, and then uh, they all started running towards the cabin, like all of them. And as they were running, uh, Vicky was holding the door open for everyone to get in, and what happens next is and, kind of insane yeah. uh the fbi sniper juan hariuchi pulls the trigger and blows her head off yeah uh she gets shot in the head by a sniper rifle holding the, the door baby. open with the baby in her arms yeah yeah by the, the government who just shot her husband yeah. holding the door open for her family trying to protect him juan hariuchi uh he was an american fbi agent and sniper he's asian and he that is. and this bullet like this was a no joke like a sniper fucking rifle because this bullet went through her head and it went into Kevin's arm. Yep. So he got shot in the arm with the same bullet that went through Vicky's head. And, and you know, uh, just a quick fact that we can kind of touch on later. Uh Lon Hariuchi did not lose his position because of this mishap and actually was deployed as an FBI sniper. The following year, during the Waco siege. Really? Yeah, so he was present at both of the, probably the largest sieges that we've had really in the country. Women. He's probably really, yeah, really good at killing women. Yeah, so we'll get back to that, because no, don't worry, that's not done. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, so, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Your son is dead in the shed. That's kind of fun to say. But, dead um, in Dead in the shed. But uh, and then your wife is just uh, dead on the kitchen floor, and you're left shot with the other male, who is also shot, with your like three young daughters. 
Uh, what? Uh, yeah, and, and one of them's a baby who was held in the arms of the person the that was shot in the head. The... Yeah, the baby's like okay, but uh, her mom was shot in the head, so that sucks. But uh, Wait, yeah, so that she was shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Vicky shot in took the head. one to the fucking dome, dude. So. She probably had nothing, wanted nothing to do with this, and she just her husband was like, "Come on, Vicky, just yeah, he's like, play along, play along." <laughs> and next thing you know, JFK's in the house yeah, and fucking yeah, and yeah. She got some of those dude. JFK what if jeans. what if Vicky's head just did that? Whoa! Did. What okay. if it just Lon, JFK all over again? Lon's innocent. Rifle was like a high caliber round, and we all seen what happened to JFK. I, I'm sure her head exploded. I can't imagine yeah. that it did not explode. I actually looked this up. Uh, I could not figure out uh, that what type of weapon was used, but uh, Lon Haruyuchi was—he uh, was in a position over two hundred yards away, and he still got her in the head and killed her. So whatever he was using, it was a big fucking gun, and he was with the FBI. So it went through her head and into Kevin's arm. They're playing some big ass weapons. Like this is no joke. Okay. Yeah. 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 It wasn't good. And then uh, Dick Rogers from the FBI supposedly gave them an ultimatum, like, you got to come out or we're going to, like, fucking kill you guys. Apparently, all the authorities, supposedly, as they claim, had no idea that anyone had been murdered. Oh, yeah, anyone, yeah. Or not even, Here, like, I'll, there were no casualties in the house as of their knowledge, supposedly. I'll show you this. On August 24th, on the fourth day of the siege, uh, the FBI Deputy Assistant Director, Danny Coulson, uh, he didn't know that Vicki Weaver had been killed at that point. He mm-hmm. wrote a memo, actually, to his boss. And uh, it, it's a very short memo. But uh, <laughs> let me just, I'll read it for you. Uh, something to consider. One, charge against Weaver is bullshit. Two, no one saw Weaver do any shooting. Three, Vicky has no charges against her. Four, Weaver's defense. He ran down the hill to see what the dog was barking at. Some guys in camouflage shot his dog, started shooting at him, and killed his son. Harris did the shooting. He is in a pretty strong legal position. So the the FBI agent was like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, the FBI guy was essentially like, you guys are making enormous mistakes. Like, this guy has us by the balls. Like, he's done nothing really that we can do against him, and we fucking killed half of his family. Yeah. And, uh, like, basically, like, the FBI knew about, like, the FBI and the marshals at hand, like, knew that the, the son was dead. From that memo, it's, like, evidence. And they just refused to tell the other authorities. So, as, like, the, uh, the, um, the basic public, what was appearing on the news, nobody knew that there were any casualties. Yeah. So, um, they actually, they, there was a tank there. They yeah. brought in a tank. There was so much like just uh, equipment yeah. coming in, and like just for this family on the top of a hill. They exp- I'll explain why that yeah. tank was there in a minute. Yeah, but um, so locals uh, began to gather in protest, like as the, as all these uh, huge like military things were coming in. They were they were protesting because they were like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? This is a guy and his family. Just go ra- like, what are you doing?" So uh, yeah, they actually widened some of the roads like they they took a, they took um earth moving machinery like basically like big cranes that could like dig in the ground like they, they did for fucking volcanoes in Hawaii yeah. so they they'd use those to widen the roads and they actually built a bridge 
so bigger like vehicles and like equipment could be brought to the base of the hill where they had yeah. set up camp. Like they're like talk about overkill. Like what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, there was actually one t- one SWAT team that actually spoke out against what like the government was doing and that was the uh the SWAT team from Colorado. Um they actually spoke out against the rules of engagement and chose not to participate. Oh, that's nice. The rules that are in place they're like no 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 Fuck these rules. Yeah, yeah. You guys fucked that one enough on your own. We, uh, you don't need our help. Smart, basically. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart move at that point. Jesus. But, so, yeah. So, um. Yeah, you know. Yeah, go ahead. At this point in the story, call me insane. Call me whatever you want. You got to start feeling bad for Randy Weaver. He's a racist. He's a terrible guy. He's kind of an idiot, but he. <laughs> He deserves There's some, some crazy shit happening like, to him right yeah, now look at because the, of the government. The innocence like, of his family, really. Yeah, exactly. No, that's what They're I'm saying. The that's getting the it's like lost a, this guy's getting 14-year-old kid and his wife, who's just trying to save her family. Is and like, Stryker. And Stryker. Yeah, so this guy's getting fucked. I, he's not a good person, but, I mean, he's getting fucked. Like, he just is. It, it, he is, man. And But, anyway, yeah, it's fucking nuts. So, apparently... Uh, at a certain point, they uh, the FBI put a like a traveling robot, you know, one of those like, uh, yeah, like bomb, bomb disarming bots. robot guys. But he had a phone. Please so, call somebody, <laughs> please. So they placed a robot phone outside the Weaver's door, and uh, an APC, which is like a big, uh, yeah, like the robot. No, it wasn't a robot. It was like or a the bit, tactical vehicle. The tactical vehicle, yeah. 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 Uh, it was sent in there to um, to actually like clear away. Like some of the brush and stuff, so the property was more open and they could, uh, you know, have a better view of that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, because they needed, they fucking sniped a bunch of fucking people. They need a better view. Yeah, they they couldn't get a clear shot. So, uh, (laughs) so apparently, for some reason, they they were like, they were clearing out the property and everything, and one of the the vehicles, it, it like stopped right before the shed, and they went in and discovered, uh, Sam's body. And that's when it broke into the news, like, oh my god, Sam Harris, not Harris, Sam Weaver's <laughs> dead. <laughs> He's dead. dead. He was found in his shed. And, uh, yeah, so before this, the authorities had no knowledge of the death of the Weaver's family, and the rules of engagement were called off after this. Yeah. And then, pretty much, what we get here is uh, the introduction of the guy that pretty much kind of quells all of this shit. Yeah. Uh, James Gordon Gritz, or Bo Gritz. As I think it's sold. Gritz. It's pronounced Gritz. Gritz? Okay. Yeah, it's Bo Gritz. Gritz. Bo Gritz. It is I like better, Gritz, but, but Gritz will be, will be legitimate here. Uh, Randy Weaver actually agreed uh, to talk to him. Yeah, he was a big um, like right-wing uh, guy. Like he, yeah. he was a very big name in like the right-wing world, and uh, I think he was an ex-Navy SEAL, just yeah, like Weaver. Yeah, he served uh, 22 years uh, on the Special Forces. Uh, he was in fucking Vietnam. He was uh, he did a lot of like uh, POW rescues during Vietnam. Uh, but anyways, so uh, Randy decides to talk to him, and uh, at this point, Kevin Harris was pretty much begging Randy Weaver to just be like, "You have to like cut this shit off. You have to. Yeah, like you absolutely have to." So uh, on August thirtieth, uh, he surrendered, and uh, he was removed from the property via stretcher because of a. Uh, 
the injuries. Yeah, it, and it was just uh, Kevin Harris who did this. Yeah, yeah. It, he was his uh, yeah his his bullet wound from uh, from uh, Vicky's head, but more uh, even before that, the the uh, sniper's gun. That bullet, uh, it was becoming very, very infected. And, uh, I can it was, only imagine. It was actually Bo Greitz who, like... All right, so a little bit, just backtracking a little bit before that. When he first was talking to Weaver, Bo Greitz, uh, he found, like, the Weaver was uh, only willing to talk to him. Uh-huh. So that was when they found out that uh, Vicky had died. And that broke into had the news. Had died or was murdered? She was murdered, and this was six days after the fact. Okay, let's talk about he's got the two smell. dead carcasses in his No, one's in the shed. What's still? It's 6 days and these bodies are just lying. I doubt he's got ice to throw them on. They're just And it's August in Idaho, okay? It's yeah. ain't fucking cold. It's not it's not a good time. So imagine for 6 days you're just staring at your dead wife on the floor and her brains are painted on the floor and shit. And probably all over you. Yeah. I doubt if Randy had much time to shower during this, okay? Probably not. They shut off his water. Oh, so he that's definitely was a, a thing that showering. comes in later, yeah. And so that that was on day eight that um, they found out that Jackie had died. On day nine, Bo Greitz goes back and he hears like the full story. But while he's there, he's actually he's talking to them. He's inside the cabin, and um, he like they all kind of discover at the same time that the robot that had the phone on it also had a goddamn shotgun. Well, it's. Yeah, you it was. Don't want it that. had a shotgun, and it was right outside the front door. Yeah, so you open the door. So and if they opened the door, they had like the ability to just shoot, just blow them all away. So that was insane, right? So I didn't had technology like that. Yeah, ninety two. <laughs> it's the government. Yeah, man. shit happened. They probably have some crazy shit right now that we're gonna find out about <laughs> in twenty years. A little, uh, just a little callback to the suggestion that mm. Matt made last week. We haven't announced what it is, but uh, that guy actually claims that uh, the the technology of cell phones, like smartphones, yeah. were used in the 1950s in the military as tactical assault coordination. People weapons. were playing like Angry Birds and shit. So this just tells you. <laughs> Tetris. This just tells you that uh, yeah, they probably have some technology that not many people get to see. Probably, man. Wait, I I don't want to stop the story but i wanted to ask this earlier but of course i forgot the guy who shot vicky did they question him why he did it was he aiming for someone else or was it like it, I'm just it, gonna don't shoot worry this bitch? It, it comes in later i'll, I'll explain Definitely. that later. it gets answered in a bit but um all right so after they discovered that the phone robot had a gun that's a fun sentence. Uh, they they uh, allowed uh, one of vicky's friends into the cabin uh, her name was jackie brown uh, she goes up to help with negotiations. Like the movie? <laughs> Jackie Brown. Yep. 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 So uh, she, uh, they give her like a list of supplies because they didn't want to give up. They were like, like uh, Randy and his, his little girls were apparently determined to uh, stay and like hold up in there. So uh, they gave her a list of supplies. And on day 10, this is when Bo says to Ke- that Kevin has to surrender and get medical help. Because uh, a way that he kind of like um, convinced, yeah, he probably started yeah. to smell too. But uh, <laughs> I meant the, the wound. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. But um, well, but no. Well. So uh, how he kind of convinced Weaver to allow um, Kevin to be like let out. So he was like, "All right, if I was to go into court and testify, I would have you fry if you let this boy die in your cabin because of this wound." 
Pretty much. So he allowed him to leave. And then, um, so yeah, he gets taken for medical attention. And then uh, Jackie takes some donated food that was donated to the family from, like, the protesters down the hill. Uh, she takes that into the cabin. And Bo uh, was actually the guy who carried Vicky's body out of the house. Yeah, via body bag, actually. Via body they bag. They brought it in. Uh, Randy was, he was okay with it as long as Greitz oversaw the whole thing. Yeah. So they got they got her out. Yeah, and they, um, after this, after she was removed, because there was blood everywhere yeah. from this, yeah. and it was days old, so Jackie um, was allowed to clean the kitchen. They, nice. She said, I need something to clean with. And because they'd shut they the water sh- off. They gave her a rag with a shotgun in it. <laughs> <laughs> Use the spray bottle with a shotgun in it. There's like, liquid. This is a 38 special. <laughs> There's a liquid <laughs> nitrogen inside the spray bottle. Put some on your hands. <laughs> so she was, they gave her like three gallons of like water or something in a rag. And uh, they let her clean up, which was kind of like a. Nice thing, but is also though, sort of like... Is it, though? It's like, yeah, go clean this shit up. Yeah, and it, it also destroyed evidence that would have been held against the FBI, like, possibly, but uh, they have enough evidence. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Weaver said that... Um, here, wait a minute. All right, so they were given an ultimatum after this, that if they weren't out by noon, the guy from the FBI told Greitz that if they weren't out by noon, if he couldn't get them to come out, then they would be taken out. And Weaver said, to Chinese, Chinese takeout. So uh, Weaver said uh, that they'd have to kill him. And then Bo said it's their last chance. And then Weaver gave up. <laughs> just A lot of just like that. Like, yeah. He was like, all right, you got to leave. He's like, you got to kill me. He's like, it's your last chance. All right. All right. All right I'll come. So yeah, um, uh, it's over. Yeah, basically, Randy Weaver and his uh, his little girls and Bo Greitz uh, all walk down the hill, and no one's shot for once in their goddamn lives. And, uh, and then uh, Kevin Harris and Randy Weaver were arrested. Yeah, yeah, Weaver was. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll uh, I'll get into this. <laughs> This is, man, this will probably answer some of the questions you had with the trial. Didn't kill anyone, well, right? there's there's one there's one fun thing about this before it gets mm. into oh, the yeah, actual yeah. thing. Okay, so he was uh, Weaver was taken into custody. He was flown in a helicopter. Yeah. To fun medical ride. attention helicopter ride, and then why did he need medical attention? The well, he was shot in the shot. shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And so then he went to Boise by private jet. Oh, shit. To go to... Yeah, dude. Breakfast. Hot towels. Do you know what this says to me And it was his first time flying, dude. Private jet. That's awesome. He never flew a coach. He was taken to jail. Uh, Yay! Do you know what this just... Do you know what this shows me? That they, the government knew that they were fucked. Yeah. Because they were like taking care. They gave this yeah, guy they first didn't class. They were in the treatment. back of a box truck with chains. He's like, hey, shut the fuck up. No, they sit. knew. They're like, oh, so I'm get on the flight. And you, Brett, you want a mimosa, Randy? Do you want a, some fresh berries? There's a variety of they paninis fucking, on, on They fucking knew that they made a horrible mistake. We, we, we brought a Vicky Weaver lookalike. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That's that, what the fuck? <laughs> that's awesome. I like that. All right, so I'm gonna get into the yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get into the trial here. It's it's 
I'm not going to get too in-depth, but I'll give you the overview here. So pretty much what happens, uh, Randy Weaver and Kevin Harris were going to be charged with like a shit ton of offenses. Uh, Weaver's defense attorney uh, actually rested the case without calling any witnesses at all. They didn't do anything. The only thing they did was uh, they tried to convince the jury through like cross-examination, and they were using that to discredit the government evidence and their witnesses. Mm-hmm. And uh, it fucking worked because uh, he was acquitted of all charges. Yeah, the only he, he thing was, he was uh, charged with was missing his original court date earlier and violating his bail condition of that charge. Yeah, that was Randy Weaver. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Kevin Harris was. Uh, it was three months that the trial took place uh, over time, mm. and uh, Kevin Harris was found not guilty for um, murder and conspiracy. And Randy Weaver was also found not guilty for those two things. And like Grant said, he was only um, he was only charged with the original failure to show up to court, which was an additional six months on top of apparently only a year yeah. in why, jail. Why was there even talks of Weaver with murder charges, though? He didn't. Kill no, no, it, well, it wasn't necessarily murder charges, but it was like I, I don't. They don't really say what the offenses were. But, like, I guess costing the government all this money by holding up in your cabin was an offense. Yeah. And then... Uh, and you can see why Kevin Harris was, was kind of put up on trial for murder because... Uh, yeah, he murdered he, somebody. He did murder somebody, but it, it was in self-defense because they just shot a 14-year-old boy right next to him. And the funniest thing is that uh, they actually tried to go after Kevin Harris again in 97. And uh, it was... The the case was thrown out because of double jeopardy, so he did no, nothing happened to him. Double there. jeopardy. And then, um, pretty much what happened here was that the defense counsel for both Randy Weaver and Kevin Harris, they brought so much evidence and cross examination during that trial against like the FBI, the ATF, and the U.S. Marshals that uh, it actually it actually turned into the Department of Justice creating the Ruby Ridge Task Force to investigate what they did wrong on, like, the government end. Yeah. So this all kind of rolls into, like, one giant fucking hodgepodge. This is a huge problem. And then the ATF, the FBI, and the U.S. Marshals, the next year, were involved in the Waco siege, which is a whole topic in and of itself. Yeah. But very similar shit happened. So then that just escalated it further. Like, this was all over the news. People were essentially like losing faith in the government. Hey, all you guys got away with murder. You want to do it again? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So all this shit happened. Uh, every, the surviving members of the Weaver family uh, actually filed a lawsuit for two hundred million dollars for wrongful death, and uh, in an out of court settlement, the government awarded uh, Randy Weaver a hundred grand and all three of his daughters a million dollars each. And uh, to this day, the government admits no wrongdoing in the death of Sammy and Vicky. And uh, funny enough, uh, he refused to give his name, so it stays anonymous. But a official official person that was a a member of the Department of Justice told the Washington Post that he knew for a fact that if the Weavers had pressed this and gone to trial, they would have won $200 million in a heartbeat. Probably. Because they had enough evidence to essentially show that the government royally fucked up in yeah. this case. Yeah, supposedly the FBI admits to covering up facts during the court case. Mm. And like, um, and I'm pretty sure the rules of engagement were ruled unconstitutional. Yes, they were. They decided yeah. that they couldn't do that. 
And then uh, in 95, actually, uh, believe it or not, another big topic we're going to have to get into one day. Uh, this is this incident, so Ruby Ridge, along with the Waco siege, uh, was the biggest motive that Timothy McVeigh had for the Oklahoma City bombing in 95. Timothy McVeigh was a fucking idiot. And uh, <laughs> he was just like a pro-gun activist. And he's like, don't take away our guns. And then he did pretty much uh, He couldn't he, even get a getaway car that worked. Yeah. What he said was that uh, this was his retaliation for the federal government's handling of both of these incidents. And then to go back, like I said, I, I promised you I'd bring it back. Juan Haruyuchi, the guy that shot Vicky. Yeah. Uh, he was indicted for manslaughter in 1997 for murdering Vicky. And um, the prosecutor, Denise Woodbury, uh, actually uh, pretty dismissed the case because uh, they said they waited too long to bring it to trial. So the, statute, the statute of limitations had been reached, and uh, they didn't need to do anything. And then, funny enough, uh, the next time she was up for re-election, she lost by a landslide. <laughs> and, uh, but then Brett Benson, the guy that took over for her, he uh, decided to he dropped the charges as well because he pretty much what he thought at this point was that like it had been uh, eighteen or not, it had been eight years since all this shit happened. This was yeah. in two thousand, and he was like. There's no way that we could get like a non-biased uh, like vote on this, and he's like, so much of the evidence is like either gone or it's been used already, so we can't bring it back. Yeah. So it, that one at least a little bit made some more sense. Uh, and then Stephen Yagman, uh, the special prosecutor that was working alongside him, uh, his only response to that was, "I could not disagree more with this decision than I already do." So there were people that yes. wanted to see Lon Haruyuchi hang for this. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. And that smug picture of him smiling. That was probably a picture on, of, of him on the internet. You could tell that was taken right after he killed his weeper's wife. He yeah. looks so just like, happy with himself. And then just that a little bit me. more wrap up here. Uh, Kevin Harris uh, pressed for civil suit damages in the year 2000. And uh, he was granted $380,000 from the government as a settlement. And then uh, the Weaver family, including Randy, later moved out to Montana, where Sarah and the other two daughters now like work and live. And uh, Sarah actually became, in 2012, a born-again Christian and has since forgiven uh, the federal agents that killed her mother and her brother. Damn. So Randy, uh, Randy's actually still alive. We found this. Uh, we found this by mistake, actually. But uh, I watched a forty-minute interview today with Randy Weaver from like last year. Yeah, yeah, really? he is. He's still alive, and he's still racist as ever. But he, yeah, what is he? What is he talking about? He's just talking about. He's like it's like a recount of the whole thing. Yeah, because they wrote a book, uh, "The Siege at Ruby Ridge." That was a a book that they had written. Let me actually let me double check who wrote that exactly. Uh, well, this is a fucking film. Hold on, you're gonna have to give me a minute. I know they wrote a book because I was reading about it earlier. No, I saw them hold it in the interview we watched. Yeah, so it, it's all fucking. They they do their like account, but at the end of the day, it's like who knows what's real and who isn't because you're hearing their side. But you know what are you gonna fucking do? So yeah, just. Uh... It's some, crazy, what are, man. what are some lessons to take away from this? Okay, let's start from uh, end to beginning. Uh, end. 
He should have gave up his children immediately. Just get the children out of harm's way. Oh, dude, their leverage. Yeah. He's For, a terrible man. I, I mean, I guess, it's, it's yeah. a terrible thing to do, but it's true. And then maybe just show up to your court date. And then if not that, just don't do illegal shit. Just be racist on your own time. Don't be selling illegal guns. Don't be doing illegal shit. Just don't. Just just live in the cabin and be miserable by yourself. Well, that's how you yeah. get your family killed. It's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I guess you're not like completely wrong, but it's also like I don't know. I I don't know. Who do you blame in this story? Everyone. Everyone, like you said in the it beginning, a is a scumbag. It's just it, like it's just like people arguing arguing about like. I don't know, cheating in poker or something. Or this this story is just a huge like example of just human error again and again and again. And it, like, yeah, it's just like there's no one to root for. There's no good person. It's just a clusterfuck. Explain of it. nothing. Not, none of it had to it's happen. It's like, well, you did this wrong, and then the other party did this wrong. So you guys are both wrong. But we're just gonna forget it. We're just gonna kind of wash our hands of the situation. Start fresh. I yeah, mean, no, no uh, biggie. Three people are dead. Whatever. Whatever. Randy didn't really. Did he mourn at all? He didn't seem to care. I'll take that three hundred thousand or whatever they gave him. No, they gave him three point one million. Well, no, he got a hundred thousand himself. Yeah. And the children, the children were given a million. A million yeah, so he each. probably couldn't even touch that much. Or I, but I guess he could. You know what I find almost the most insulting out of all of this? I'm looking at Lon Haruchi. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I'm not very good with last names, but uh. Lon, the guy that was brought up for murder in 97, the government essentially dumped all of the blame onto him. They're like, okay, so the other... Uh, fucking, what about the guy that shot Sammy? Nothing came of that. Nothing came of anything else. No one else was really mentioned by name other than Lon. And it's like, I understand, yeah, he fucking murdered Vicky. It's the government, man. You gotta have a scapegoat. But it's like, they... It's like Ollie North. They dumped all of their shit onto him... And then they were just like, well, we're going to get the charges dropped. Don't worry. But all the other people involved just got away scout-free. Mm. No, their names are, like, forgotten to the ages. I wrote it, them he's down. He's a minority. Maybe that's why. I mentioned the names, yeah, and I already forgot what their names were. I forgot. Yeah. 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 It's it's just very strange, I uh, think. It's just a god-awful story with a god-awful end. It's not a story. It's real. But with a god-awful ending. Yeah. Nobody it, wins. It's interesting, but it's just terrible just yeah no i found this insanely when i first heard about it yeah georgie brought this up yeah we were like holy shit this is interesting yeah all hell my boss told me about this story and i was like i looked it up i was like this is some crazy shit i was like what got me was the murder of his wife i didn't because i think i just skipped to that part i didn't even remember the oh my god someone's wife got murdered but just like get inside before bad thing and then boom and her fucking head explodes and your wife's dead and that's it. Yeah, that's fucking exactly what <laughs> and that happened. that wasn't even it. <laughs> and it was just one big part of this huge, it's terrible funny. Yeah, because that was like day two or three. Yeah. Of and then the, six the... days later, everyone found out, and they were like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was fucking weird, this wasn't it? This is not it? good. I like Bo Greitz. I really do. Bo that Greitz, guy, yeah. I don't know Seems who that guy maybe was. the only fucking smart person in this whole fucking situation. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's exactly yeah, what that I like him too. <laughs> no, it was surprisingly good. I mean, the ending is bad, but I think there's a lot to take away from this. 
that a uh, lot of rights and wrongs done. Like we learned a lot as a country. I think if you actually read this story, you kind of learn that uh, they're going to do whatever they want if they really want to take you down. Yeah, so just yeah. don't give them a reason to do whatever they want. This is all do some crazy. Do you shit. know why this all started? Get away with it. They'll this, get away with it, this too. This entire situation started because Randy Weaver skipped out on his court date. Yep. That is how all of this started. Back to what we said earlier. Don't skip your fucking court date. Just no, this don't all started do it. with his neighbor writing those letters. Yeah. He's like, guys, did you hear this shit? My neighbor Randy wants to kill the Pope and Ronald Reagan. It's like, dude, if you said that shit nowadays, it'd be like, What? The Pope? Why is the Pope involved? Your head would be cut off with piano wire tomorrow. Or two gunshot wounds to the back of the head. Or surgical tubing. Surgical tubing. Another Easter egg. I like it. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah. So that was was the siege of Ruby Ridge. Ruby Ridge. Not to be confused with Ruby Falls, which is quite beautiful. Or Jack Ruby. Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. Or Rubies. Uh, uh, I <laughs> think there's the a there's a movie called Ruby, right? There's Blood a, Diamond. Blood a Diamond. Character, <laughs> uh, about Ruby from uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. She's a person. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's her fucking name? Oh uh, yeah, Lucy Wallace. Wallace. Yeah. Xena. Really? Yeah, the warrior princess. That was her. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, Ruby Ridge. So yeah, not all rubies are bad. I'm gonna tell. Well, I'd almost like uh, to hear. The did f- you watch the show? <laughs> yeah, 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 all right. I'd like to hear feedback from the audience. I want to know what they think about this situation. That'd be a what do you, good topic. What do you mean? What do they think? What, who do you, what are they? Who who do they think's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Obviously, is there a right or wrong? Yeah, we don't think. See, we don't think there's now, a right. Let me pose you. Let me pose. <laughs> I think they were, everyone was wrong. But uh, <laughs> besides besides Stryker, the uh, the lone yellow I guess lab the girls, the little girls really didn't do. Can it. I pose a question to you guys? Yeah, go ahead. If Randy Weaver had no connections to the Aryan Brotherhood, would we still think there was nobody right in this situation? Okay, so if he wasn't a part, if he wasn't a racist individual that was very open about yeah. that, would we still believe that he had part of the wrong? Partially, I mean, I guess he could have sold illegal firearms to someone else, but that's no, well, still a wrong. The whole thing, thing was like the the agent like solicited that from yeah, him. He, that wasn't like something he was known for. So I'm almost going to go out here and say that, minus his personality and beliefs, I think Randy Weaver's kind of in the right in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole Second Amendment kind of situation. Yeah. He was a piece of shit, but yeah, he, yeah, was, he was wrong. His individual beliefs are not something that can align with what I believe, but I, I almost would be willing to say that he didn't really do anything wrong. Aside from not go to his court date, but that was... Yeah, that's just stupid. Yeah. That's just stupid. You gotta go to your court dates. But again, back to the beliefs, I don't think this guy's very intelligent as is. Or at least uh, poised. I should say that maybe he could be intelligent. We don't know. But he doesn't have a, what do you call a, je ne sais quoi, yeah. of a conversation. He's just an acid casualty with a repossessed car. A Vietnam, Vietnam vet, vet playing, playing air guitar. guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. That was great. <laughs> uh, I was going to keep going, uh, but uh, do we have to fight copyright laws for yeah, that? We probably we would if we went any further. We're sorry, Beck. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, 
guys remember that Futurama where he was in that? Yeah, and he was just the head in the, on the mannequin's body. And he body. gave Bender, like, a, he just, like, was all sliced up. He's like, just play your chest. He's just like, dude, you could be like a washboard player. You're the best washboard player I've ever seen. That shit was gold. That was a great episode. Damn, I fucking love cartoons. I really do. Yeah, cartoons are the best way to go. Real life is terrible, as you can see, by Ruby Ridge. <laughs> yeah, Ruby Ridge was not happy. No, for anybody. I don't know, Lon, that guy Lon, he looked pretty happy in that picture. So maybe this was like his Yeah, but that game. picture was in like black and white and like faded. It was probably from the fucking 60s. <laughs> he was smiling shit. He's like, yeah. He's probably a hitman now. You probably find that guy on the dark web. Yeah, $400,000 and it'll kill anybody you want. <laughs> it's just a 94-year-old shows up to your house. Like, I'll kill anyone you say. I have Parkinson's disease. Oh, God. That's a uh, well. Uh, never mind. We'll yeah. get to that another yeah. day. I don't have that. We went to no. crazy, uh, crazy hole on the internet and uh, found some shocking things. It was so fucking funny. I, I don't know. I kind of like this episode. It doesn't really fall in too. line with uh, the usual uh, episode types we have. It's more of a history hey lesson. Hey man, we cover the horrors of uh, of everyday uh, life. Everyday life. So. But it was good. You know, this one's just way more real because this is what yeah, happened. Yeah, not a lot of laughs this episode. Yeah, it's not very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you can, you can laugh about a guy being abducted by aliens, but yeah. you can't really laugh about a guy's wife being shot in the head. It's really not. I mean, it's funny, but Unless it's not that funny. Unless her head just did that. But, uh, no. you know, who knows? I think her head just did that. It just, it just happened. I, how does... Mm. That's what happens when you don't take Mucinex and all that shit just builds up in your sinuses. And then your ears pop, and then right when your ears pop, you explode. You know when you do that thing, you like plug your nose, you like, and you like pop your ears? She was uh, running up the hill toward, like, Probably going higher, higher in elevation, elevation, so more pressure. I no, but this, was, no but this was very sad. This was very sad. She was shot in the head. Yeah, long 200 yards away, fucking just... Did that thing? What movie was that from? Where he like licks his finger and puts it on the thing and then fucking pulls the trigger? You know what I'm talking about? Was that what was that from? I don't know. It uh, sounds familiar. I don't think it was Enemy at the Gates, but that was a good movie. That was a good movie. I don't think it was that movie. I don't remember I, what I'm I thinking. I don't of know. Here. That was so long ago that I saw that. Well, you guys saw the first season of The Punisher, right? <laughs> yeah. The like the yeah oh yeah the show. Okay, tell me that that little tweaker guy was not based off of Timothy McVeigh. They were like the same person. They even looked Trying identical. To... Remember the, the the kid in the PTSD meetings? Oh yeah. That okay. Blows yeah. himself up. That's, Sorry uh, if I ruined it, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's they got all the bombs and shit. Yeah. Dude, that kid wasn't he friends with like the big fat guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good show. I want to watch that show. Watch we should watch it again. I yeah, I watched it when it came out and the second season though. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, it's on the list. Yeah, speaking of lists, we're going to do some uh, informal research this week. And we're going to have a nice, uh, we'll, we'll get it to you at some point soon. I won't put it down to a date, because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, we're, you know. But we will be uh, doing a little bit more of the uh, films. We'll yeah, be we'll be do, doing films. some of the movies, so get ready for some. I love films. Film. It's yeah. not movies. We'll be getting film. into more films. and no, uh, So, yeah, uh, it's we're going to spoil a lot of movies that we really like. Uh, just enough to where you'll want to go see it anyway. And there's one that we won't, and you'll find out oh, what that yes. one is. That is that will be a 
Believe it or not, I'm going to give you this information now. The one that really stands out to me is the best has Nicolas Cage in it. It does. Holy shit. Amazing movie that we'll announce uh, on the next episode. Yeah, when when we do it, you'll hear what it is. Holy shit. It was so good. No, I fucking can't wait. Um... Yeah, so that was the that was R R, you know, like diners, drivers, and dives dives. Yeah. We need another R, then it could be triple R, but it's just Ruby Ridge right now. R R S. Ruby Ridge Siege. That sounds like a tax thing. Did you file your R R S sheet? Ruby Ridge Red Blood Your Wife's Dead and Kid and Dog. Elishaba. That fucking poor child. I swear, I hope she changed her name because Elishaba is atrocious. Is it? I can't decide if it's white trash or just stupid. <laughs> I, I think they gotta go hand in hand. What's the <laughs> difference? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. When no, you're yeah. right, you're right. I can't deny that. Uh, Elishaba, if you're listening, or Elishaba, I do. Uh, I do appreciate your existence. How do you shorten that? Elish. Ellis. Elish, like Billy or Ellish. Ellie. Elish? Ellie? Ellie, maybe. E? Elishaba Weaver. Um, I'm Elishaba Weaver. I want to get my driver's license. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's such like a deep... Well, you can't have one. <laughs> you can't have one, Elishaba. We can't fit your name on the goddamn card. <laughs> get a less stupid name and you can drive a fucking car, you idiot. Elishaba Weaver. <laughs> Last name, Weaver. First name, Elishaba. Do you think anybody... No <laughs> middle name. No. <laughs> no middle name. Your middle name's uh. Alicia, but, uh, Waver. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's a All great right. middle name. <laughs> Fuck you. That's so good. Jake, uh, Wallen. Yeah, Georgie E. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the third, who's me? <laughs> Uh, that's it. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> All right. It. Yeah, All right. Well, that, yeah, that was our episode on uh, on the siege of Ruby Ridge. I want to yeah, throw in story, uh, great times. I want to throw times. in one last thank you to uh, Griff. Matt. Yeah, Griff. fuck you. What have you done? <laughs> Not you, Georgie, who is also Matt. It's very confusing I for the Kanye audience. West did the intro for you. Well, yeah, we, we were going to, than but uh, he quit music. He quit Griff music. Nah. Griffin isn't Kanye West. Kanye West quit music and uh He did he? Yeah, he became a um locksmith. And uh Wait. Are you talking about me? Yeah, dude, it's your new best, coworker. He's the best locksmith. If you guys need keys made, you can call me, but if you do it when I'm off, I will be upset and I probably won't answer. He'll yeah. upcharge you so much. Yeah, he'll tell you uh He'll, he'll fucking take what he wants because he yeah, can do uh, that. Shout out to Sam for ruining my fucking weekend. I had to go make a key for him tonight. Fuck you. We could have done this show way earlier. A uh, fuck you. Yeah. You know who you are, Sam. You fucking mother. But good luck tomorrow on your test. Really, uh, good luck. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Sam. It's uh one fifteen in the morning. Yeah, you did so, this to us. You thanks, owe us man. money now. Fuck you. Uh, thanks, Griff. We love you. We'll Thank be you, Griffin. Thanks, Griff. We love everybody. Fantastic intro. Love you guys. Hey, Griff, now make an outro. Yeah, Elishiba. <laughs> yeah, make an outro. Somehow work Elishiba into that. Yeah, Elishiba. Elishiba. Yeah. Maybe she's Amish. Or her father wanted Okay, that's her. enough. Okay. That's we're, enough. We're, it's too much speculation. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, uh, we're on Patreon. Yes. We are Patreon. starting a cult. Oh, I almost forgot. 
listen to I Hate God. Please listen do. to I Hate God. They're awesome. They're a great band. Great individuals. Even if you don't like the name, you're fucking stupid. Spelled E Y E. They are so God. good. If you need an album to listen to, uh, they're all amazing. So don't they fucking, are all amazing. Don't just pick one. Listen to them all. Uh, do whatever you have to do. Get to them because they're amazing. What you got to do is get multiple stereos yeah. and put all the albums on at the same time. Yeah, trying to crack the hard dollar. That's a yeah, song. Crack the hard yeah. dollar. It's oh, on their album. Another song, but it's got a very inappropriate title, so I'm not going to say it. Is just it, listen to the yeah, music. Yeah, it's on, uh, I know what song you're talking about, and I'll, I'll counter you with another slightly less inappropriate <laughs> name. Uh, they're uh, the same album that contains Sister Fucker Part 1 and Part 2. My favorite. <laughs> great songs. They, they are really great. Are. Yeah. It's great music. It's so fucking good. Anyways, that I just I had so to I, say that. Anyway, yeah. All right, so we're on Patreon. Right. Yeah, yeah, we are. Patreon. Sorry. Sorry. Come give us some money uh, because we need it for the podcast. Um, and the bonus episodes uh, on there. Yeah, the bonus episodes are up there. They're awesome. They're kind of like this, but no one can get them except you, and uh, that's when you give us some money on Patreon. Yeah, baby. So do Patreon. Uh, we are starting a cult. Uh, our, we're on like Facebook. We're on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, it's uh, starting a cult. Underscore pod on Twitter. No, and start a cult. Start a cult. Pod. I keep thinking starting. Figure your shit out, dude. I don't know anything. I know it. I got it. But, all right. Yeah. And that's it's start a cult underscore pod. And then uh, we are starting a cult. All one word on Instagram. And our email is starting a cult or start a cult. Start a cult. Start a cult. Start a cult at gmail.com. And yeah, uh, reach out and touch faith with us. Tell reach us out and touch faith. Reach out and touch faith. Yeah. Who had anyone? Shut up. <laughs> anyone? Anyone? Shut up. You know, for the longest yeah. time, I thought it was Depache mode. Depache. Depache. It's Depeche. Yeah, it Depeche is. mode. I find significantly crappier. Can we all agree that Depeche mode has just gone downhill since they started? Probably. I only know personal Jesus. I wouldn't know. I stopped paying attention to them. It's, uh, well, I haven't. I will say Johnny Cash does a cover of Personal Jesus, and it's pretty good. Yeah, he's sure. dead now, just like Randy Weaver's wife. So, oh, full circle, <laughs> full circle here. Full All circle. right, and then our website is uh, what is it, Grant? Our website, man. Fucking hold on, give me two milliseconds. Let me pull this shit up. For I you. believe it is. I'm gonna pull we this up. We are starting a cult. There's so many dot things. Libsyn. So, dot com. You're going to have to give me a second if you want to get it. There's so many things here that I just can't understand what I'm doing, okay? You're on the computer. I am. I'm looking for the website, but I don't personally go to our website because I, uh, I, I uh, if you want to be completely honest, I listen to a lot of our shit. This is bad. And uh, it's all, I listen to it on iTunes, okay? Yeah, we're on iTunes and Spotify as well. Yes, we are starting a cult.libson.com. I knew it. I fucking knew it. That's our website. Check us out. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're all over the globe. We're international superstars. Join, join the cult. Join the cult. Join yeah, the cult it. we're starting. We're the fun cult. We you don't, know what? I'm going to go out sieges. and say this. You know what's fun about our cult? We're one of the only cults that you could join for free. Yeah, you just listen and then like uh, that's it. You're part of it. But if you do want to donate, we do accept donations. 
but they're not mandatory to be in our group. They're not. That's they're just not. how it you works. You just listen, and then uh, we're just like, <laughs> yes, hell yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, we love all of you. Fucking uh, thank you, Griff. Listen to I Hate God and be a good person. Patreon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.